never forget that moment. As long as I live. It was a moment. It was a moment that changed my life. We looked down from the chopper and saw the whole area was flooded. At that moment, it really hit me. This is why I joined the guard. People had gone up to the rooftops to escape the rising waters. Talk about intense moments. We had to lower the guys on line some 30 feet down. This is where teamwork and training really paid off. It took steady nerves and steady hands for the chopper pilots to hover like that. No question, guard pilots are the best in the world. I couldn't believe it. I just saved a life. What could be better than serving the people of my hometown? In the National Guard, you serve your community as well as your country while you work or attend college. In return, you gain skills in which you can build a career and receive benefits that can help you pay for college. Learn more about what it means to be a citizen soldier at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Thanks for joining us on this Tuesday evening. You can get us on the hotline or text line, 888 Beck Haynes, good evening, sir. Good evening, BC. Glad to be here. Uh, what do we got? Four shows left, including tonight? It's getting close to the end. Uh... Bye week on the horizon. Bye week. I was I was trying to think of a bye by month joke. I don't know. I, it's the off season's rough. You know the off season's mm-hmm. tough. You, you're not big once we get out of football season. But hey, we'll excuse these are the dog you. days of Bleed Tech Blue Radio. But the dog days of January. The, but the Duncan Dogs got me a little excited. Made my way to a game. Brought the children. It's good to see you. As soon as you left, Tech went off. We own Southern Miss, of uh, course. Yep, Golden Eagles uh, struggling, uh, to put it nicely. Uh, Louisiana Tech picks up two victories over the Golden Eagles this week, 80-57 you know, we Thursday night. That makes the, the football loss to them sting even more because we, we just owned Could them. Could have owned them all year. Owned them all year in the big three. I know. You ain't got to tell me twice. You know, wouldn't have thought. Uh, did you see that old Ben Ponder got a three ball? Got a little, got in on the action. Yeah, well, walk on from Shreveport. Yeah, we won't talk about where he went to high school, but yeah, we want to ruffle the, the feathers. Glad he's on the squad. Gets in. You know, Ben. I've always thought. I've always thought. Uh, I like. I'm a hard worker, but I'm not like a Tom Brady hard worker. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? yeah. Nobody would ever. So, Accuse you of that. Of, the chances of me being a starter on a basketball team in college, pretty slim. But shocker, Ponder's position on that squad is my jam. Plays his role. Plays his. The team loves him. They do. All. You got to believe he's he's a funny guy in the locker room, right? He's I mean, the funny guy. He's the funny guy. Okay. Okay. You know the guy that's probably never going to play. 
slightly above the manager, you know. Uh, good GPA. A GPA guy, real good GPA guy. We'll take the online test if you need him to. Got a 32 on the ACT, little 4.0 in high school. So, Gotta love it. Yeah, I mean, he's he plays his role, but then he gets in, hits the one shot, and everybody goes nuts like you won the natty. Like, tell me that's not a glorious. That's and if the you dream. Miss, ben, if you miss, it doesn't even matter. That's the dream. You got a shot off. We're pretty much cheering for you because you got a shot off. There ain't no doubt. Louisiana Tech wins 80-57 Thursday night, followed up with a 76-64 win down in Hattiesburg on Sunday afternoon. Dunkin' Dogs now 15-3 and overall, 6-0 and in Conference USA play. Uh, at the top of the Conference USA standings, getting set to host a very good UAB team this weekend. Blazers are 15-4 and overall, looking for their first win inside the Thomas Assembly Center uh, believe it or not. So that one should be a fun one Saturday afternoon. That's a 3 p.m. tip-off. Uh, we'll discuss that one later in the show. Lady Texters fall at Southern Miss Thursday. Bounce back yesterday afternoon with a win over UTSA. Brookstore squad is on the board in Conference USA play. Now 1-4 overall. Uh, good win for her team. Uh, jumping to some football. A big week on the recruiting front. Big week. Uh, Cumbie's still getting it done. We're in between uh, signing periods. Cumbie's doing work. You are. We are in between signing periods. Uh, believe the second signing period is February the 2nd. Uh, get a massive commitment this week from DeAnthony Gatson. Uh, four-star prospect per Rivals.com. 17th ranked running back in the country. Um, was previously committed to USC. Yes, that's the University of Southern Cal. Then he found out Lincoln was going there and said, nah, I'd rather play for, for Cumbie. Uh, yeah, who wouldn't rather who play would? Rustin? Who wouldn't? Uh, ben, why don't you, uh, can you shed any light on maybe what the reason for that uh, might be? Not real sure, to be honest. I, I know he had a good relationship with the defensive line coach, Jamarcus McFarland, which came over from SFA to Louisiana Tech. I, I think that played a big role. Uh, but outside of that, I'm not entirely sure. I can tell you one thing. He totaled more than 5,600 yards rushing, 83 touchdowns during his prep career at Newton High School. If I'm saying this myself, not too shabby. Not bad. Is this uh, just just what we should expect from Cumbie going forward? Just big uh, We can signees. hope. We can hope, can't the we? The Cumbie effect? I'm just wondering. Uh, listen. Highest-rated recruit, if he signs here in three weeks, during the Rivals era for you, Louisiana Tech. Uh, listen, it's impressive. I tell you what, it's probably in right, but I'm giving Cumbie credit for Liddy, too. Okay, fair enough. Because he was here when the papers were signed, okay? Okay. So that's a pretty good start for Cumbie. Not a bad start. Gatorade Player of the Year and Mr. Louisiana Football, to be honest, whatever that is. And a four-star running back. Whatever that is. That's an award given ben, out by Louisiana Sports You know how I feel line. about awards, and you know how I feel about the people that vote on these awards. Yes. We got a guy saying Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be MVP because he's not vaccinated, and that's the NFL MVP vote. Tells you all you need to know Tells about Tells me the all media. I need about, and then we go down to the state level, and I don't even want to start picking apart who gets a vote from the state level. Fair enough. So I don't care about awards, Ben, but... Hey, at you least, love them. At least so. you're honest. You love them. So let's go ahead and give Cumbie 
Round of applause. I guess, I guess the biggest question about Landry Liddy after you've been named Mr. Football and Gatorade Player of the Year for you is, will you be a team captain? Because God knows that you're only a good player if you're a team captain in the mind of Beck Ben, Haynes. am I wrong? For those who don't know, Ben famously on this show. Last Tech quarterback to be a captain. I, I honestly don't know. Ryan Higgins, I would assume, 2016. Well, <laughs> been a while. Uh, yeah. No, I Jay agree. Mar wasn't a captain. Ben said it wasn't a big deal. It turned out, huge deal. You found out later in the season why it was a big deal. Kind of let the squad down. Maybe if he was a captain, he wouldn't have done that. Just Maybe a if wee he bit. was uh, doing what he needed to do to lead the team, he might have been a captain. It just goes back far and far. I don't know, Ben. I get it. I it get matters it. to me. I get it. I get it. It's a big position. Yeah, it means a lot to be the starting quarterback. There's no doubt. Uh, also, some more recruiting news. Miles Brooks and Willie Roberts, two transfer defensive backs from Stephen F. Austin, have announced their commitments to Louisiana Tech. I think this is huge. And I listen, I know on the surface it's Stephen F. Austin, this and that and the other. We obviously get the connections. Scott Power, who we'll talk to later in the show, coming up at 645, coming over from Nacogdoches to be the defensive coordinator, brings these two guys with him. Outside of probably offensive line, cornerback is the biggest need for this team entering 2022. These two guys were standout performers at SFA, an 8-4 and four SFA team, I might add. I think it's huge. Do we have a tally? They'll be here for the spring. Do we have a count on how many warm bodies we've gotten from SFA? Uh, just two so far. No, no, no. no. Uh, plus four no, no, no. coaches. Plus That's four coaches. Six. Yeah. Up to six. Half a dozen. Half a dozen. Ain't nothing better than half a dozen. Yeah, no. Brett says, even if a four-star doesn't stick, it's still pretty dang good on Tech and Sunny to be making those waves, even if it is only on social media and forums. You ain't lying, Brett. Brett, you nailed it. Ben loves the awards. I don't care for them, but you know who else loves awards? Kids on social media. They love them. Also got some news today. Gotta retweet it. <laughs> gotta, gotta get it out on social media gotta, for the followers to see. Gotta quote tweet it and say, appreciate it, my guy. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Want to thank my family and coaches. Very everybody major. that's got me here. They you're a legend. Me. I just you're a legend. I'm just speaking my mind. Uh, got some news today. Wide receiver Jawan Johnson has entered the transfer portal. Johnson had 14 catches, 164 yards, and I believe one touchdown during his time at Louisiana Tech. Uh, more of a depth piece at the receiver position. Not a huge loss. Also, Brock Hayes, Tech running backs coach, is on the move. Uh, Coach Hayes is headed to Troy. Troy, interesting. Uh, yes, new new staff Where in is Troy, Troy, Alabama. Troy, Troy Alabama. Alabama. A town of about 17,000. Okay. A little Not smaller. Bad. A little smaller than... What's Rustin's population? 30, I don't know. Who knows? Stat guy on that. You get the stat guy. So, good opportunity for Brock and his family. So, Sonny Cumbie... Uh, staff is not complete, I guess you could say at this point, as he is back on the prowl for a new running backs coach. Ah, 21,000 in Ruston. Ah, 21,000. You got to love it. Well, then uh, you got 13-ish students. Probably half, yeah. uh, half of those don't live in Ruston. I don't know. Yeah, I'd say probably more than that. But. Tell you what, you feel quite the difference in September when people start driving the wrong way on the one ways. You feel it. They're makes back. You, makes you a little nervous. They're back. <laughs> makes you a little nervous when you see the old, uh... The old headlights. The old Prius coming head on at the old F-150. Uh-oh. 
Oh, oh, here we go. Let's go to the hotline. We got Joey Fresh. Joey, good to hear from you. HBTD, boys. How about the dogs? How, we're doing well, Joey. What you got for us? Well, we got Beck for, what, two more weeks before he's gone for six months? Uh, for the full absolutely. Month. Sa- absolutely. Sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, let me tell you about a man named Sonny Jack Cumbie. Man came to Ruston and put his you-know-what on the table. Said, this program is no longer a three-star program. <laughs> this right here, this is a four-star program going forward. I don't even care if the kid signs. It's all about perception now. And you know what? Ruston, four-star program. Simple as that. That's all I got tonight. Freshwater out. Joey, Joey, bringing he, heat. he's bringing heat. He's not wrong. I'll say this: uh, four star program. He went from a three to. I thought he might go five, but no, just one step up. Realistic, Joey. You know he's a realistic guy. Uh, yeah, he's not wrong at this point. Cumbie is has generated generated the the interest that he needed to generate. I Made would agree with that. some big moves. I would agree with that. Uh, Tech's biggest fan or problem got some in the buzz. past is the zero buzz. Yeah, generate no buzz. some buzz. He's got some buzz. Yeah, he's got some buzz. He's gotten buzz from different places than I thought he'd get buzz. I didn't think he would hit SFA so hard. But, hey, hey, my trust is in Coach Cumbie, okay? Buzz comes from where buzz comes from. I, some would say. <laughs> some would, some say. would say that. Big show plan for the night. Going up in the next segment, Billy Joe Tolliver will join us. Former Texas Tech and NFL quarterback discussing the Sonny Cumbie hire at Louisiana Tech. Uh, Billy Joe also spent some time. Uh, as a quarterbacks coach for Louisiana Tech quarterback signee Landry Liddy. Coming up at 645, Tech defensive coordinator Scott Power will join us. Then at 7 o'clock, we're getting into these Dunkin' Dogs. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Be right back after this. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatterload, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. 
please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Head coach Eric Kunkel and the Duncan Dogs are hungry for another shot at the postseason. Well, we've got a storied history here. For a chance to give their all. What we look at is great opportunity. And for an opportunity to rise to new heights. Everybody's trying to elevate their role into something greater this year than what they had a year ago. The Duncan Dogs hit the hardwood all season long right here on your home for Bulldogs basketball. The Lock Tech Sports Network from Learfield. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor. Let's go right to the hotline. We got Billy Joe Tolliver, former Texas Tech quarterback, former NFL quarterback. Billy Joe, thanks for joining us tonight. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. First things first, got to ask you, how's the golf game looking these days? Oh, well, it's pretty shaky. <laughs> I mean, some days it's good. Some days it looks like a 56-year-old man who doesn't play much as a golf game. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. So let's jump right into things. Sonny Cumbie hired at Louisiana Tech. Obviously, he's a Texas Tech guy like yourself. What were your thoughts uh, when Louisiana Tech made the decision to hire Sonny Cumbie? Well, you know, first off, I was very excited uh, for an for Sonny to get the opportunity. You know, um, he's been uh, assistant coach for quite a while, you know, been in the coordinator role, uh, jumped into the interim job at Texas Tech, and I was just so excited for him to get an opportunity to, you know, be his own guys and, you know, start his own culture and his own brand and all this other stuff. And uh, then I was very excited for Louisiana Tech uh, because I thought they were getting a great guy, a great football coach, uh, someone who's just uh, tireless work ethic. Uh, now, he combs his hair with a rock, but, you know, you can forgive <laughs> him for that. But, you know, Sonny's just – I mean, in college he had it high and tight, looking sexy, but I guess maybe he thought he was going to lose it all, so he just grew it out and lets it go crazy. But he is just uh, – really on top of everything he's the you know he's on the cutting edge of everything recruiting offensively defensively uh the guy just lives it man i mean he eats it breathes it sleeps it drinks it and uh then when he's away from it he's just a well-rounded guy he's a family man uh just the perfect guy you want and you know very few people know that you got to call him doc because he's got a phd Oh, I didn't know that. We Coach will, Doc, we, we can do we, that. We, we will have it's actually been, and it's funny you mentioned his hair, it's been a nice goal to make him a visor guy here at La Tech, and he's not giving us much uh, confidence that that's going to happen, but we're going to keep working. Well, you never know about Sonny. He, he, he goes his own beat, so uh, he'll do what he thinks is the most effective thing <laughs> to help him win games. No, no he wants to win in the recruit, and he wants to win in the offseason. He wants to win the game. So if it, if a visor helps him win, he'll put one on. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. So uh, obviously you have a lot of experience with Landry Liddy, um, uh, 2022 Louisiana Tech High School quarterback signee, and that's really why we wanted to bring you on. Uh, take us back. How, how did you get to meet Landry Liddy, and how long have you been training Landry Liddy uh, through his high school career? Well, it was uh, it was just a chance happening. I was on the driving range at Southern Trace, and Brock Berlin was on the driving range, and he comes over to me and he uh, he said, "Joe, uh, 
can you coach this quarterback? I, he goes, my kid's baseball schedule and all this other stuff. I, I said, you know, first I'm like, oh, God, Brock. I said, okay, how old is the kid? You feel? I just knew he was going to send me some nine-year-old kid. You know, <laughs> I'm not the guy you want working with your nine-year-old, you know. There's a little more adult conversation that goes on with me. But uh, so he told me, and I said, you know, he said, yeah, he, he's about to be, uh, he's a sophomore in high school. And uh, I said, well, send me some film on him. Let me look at him, and I'll let you know. He said, done, I'll send it to you this evening. So I looked at the kid's film, and I texted him immediately. I said, yeah, I'll get with this. Send him my number, and let's talk. And then the very next day after I talked to uh, Liddy, uh, I told him, well, I'll meet you on the field. And so we went out to, you know, I watched him throw. And I told him, I said, well, I don't need, you, I don't need to see you throw anymore. I watched his footwork. I said, well, I don't need to see your footwork. I said, what camps have you been to? He said, well, I've, I've been to a TCU camp. I've been to like two or three camps, but you know, I really hadn't had time to go to many because I'm you know, young and I transferred over here. And, and then COVID hit you know, the following season, so he didn't get to go to any camps or anything like that. And after we got finished with the workout, and I'm, you know, I showed him a few things, we got finished with the workout. I remember telling his dad, I said, do you have any idea that this kid's going to be a first-round draft choice? His dad said, what? He's not even a starter on his high school team. I said, he's going to be a first-round draft choice. So so when you – the the more you've gotten to work with it, what, what stands out to you from a physical and mental standpoint when it comes to his game? Well, you know, if you just – if you, you know, just physically and mentally, if that's what you want to talk about, you know, let's throw the intangibles out the window right now. Uh, his – I mean, the good Lord just looked down upon the kid and said, here, I'm going to give you an accurate right arm and let you just throw it within a, a pin needle. You know, you can throw it in a thimble from any spot on the field, and this is what you're going to be able to do. And his ability for a kid that was so young when I first started working with him, and, you know, believe me, believe me, I have nothing to do with the kid's rising in the city. I mean, he's just, he has it. I can't sit here and take credit for how good he is. I mean, you know, you throw your two cents in, but he was just phenomenal throwing the football. He could see, I mean, it's the best I ever saw at, at a kid that young to be able to see out in front of the throw, have an understanding of, you know, ball location and where you talk to your receiver with the football, throwing him open, you know, there's little things that go on in a game that, you know, if I can stick that ball on the receiver's right shoulder, I'm telling him to turn right, all right, because the, the DB's on his left, you know, turn away and, you know, the opposite. Uh, and, you know, you got a guy that's not as accurate, you got some problems with your receivers. They're catching and hoping to turn, you know. But, but his just his vision on the football field. And, you know, I remember watching some of his film – after his, you know, going into his junior season and just, you know, talking to all these coaches and telling them, I said, guys, I've never seen anybody this accurate. I said, you don't even have to see the kid because COVID, nobody was getting out and seeing kids. I said, all you got to do is watch ball location on every throw. Wow. And, it, and it was just amazing. And, you know, and he caught a, he caught a good break, too, in that, uh, you know, A.J. Smith comes along. 
uh, over at Calvary as the offensive coordinator, and he installed the run and shoot. All right, so now Liddy's out there playing the run and shoot, and this guy, A.J., and I was out there at a few practices, you know, where I could coach coach Liddy's side of it with him and T-Love. Uh, T-Love was coaching it too, but he would, and the few times I was out there, that gave A.J. an opportunity to just work strictly with receivers. And those receivers in his junior year, uh, not to say his guys his senior year weren't good, but those, those cats his junior year, they bought in to the run-and-shoot system. They understood the reads, the break-offs, and all this stuff. So now you've got a high school kid who's running the run-and-shoot and having to read everything. Eliminate half the field, get back to the other side, and then get back to the side you eliminated based on one guy's movement. And so he was lucky to get in that system coached at that level. And, you know, Rodney, Rodney Gouin, at, uh, the head coach at Calvary, uh, you know, he just let those guys run with it. You know, he, it wasn't a situation of where, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, he, he just let them throw it, man. And, you know, the head coach, sometimes you just want to pound the football. So, uh, it was, it was fortunate for Liddy to fall into that kind of system to where he got that kind of education early in his career. And now you go to seven on seven. With Jimmy's team, you know, the, I can't remember what the name of their. Bootleggers, bootleggers. Bootleggers, there you go. And uh, Jimmy had him as a quarterback on that, and he's out there with these unbelievably talented receivers and guys who could just go get it. And now you got a quarterback who can put it in those spots, and, the, you know, the rest, it is what it is. Then, you know, I mean, it's just, but, you know, you want to get into the mental side of it. The kids just, you know, you've got a marriage there, and, and nothing's promised to anyone. You know, you can. We're all good high school players, you know, and we understand that he's going to go to La Tech, and it's competition. You know, you've got to go get it. But uh, you've got a good marriage there with coach and quarterback, who they'll be able to. They'll be able to speak the same language, understand each other. Uh, you know, Liddy's a fine Christian boy. Uh, Sonny Jack is a fine Christian man. Uh, you know, they're gonna they're gonna have an understanding with each other, and and that's what what Liddy does better than young quarterbacks is he understands he wants to get an understanding of what's happening with the play call. When a play call comes in, what is the coach trying to get out of that call? Why did he call that call? Here's the situation, and he's got the situational awareness on game day that, okay, well, he called this play because, you know, it's third and four, and he's got me a six-yard hitch out there, so if I get it, take it, let's move the chains. I don't have to force this post in. Right. <clears throat> Coach, uh, or Billy Joe, excuse me, Can you, you mentioned competition. Can you talk a little bit about, I mean, there's, there's you look at Calvary's schedule the last two years, there's some lopsided scores partly due to, to the, the efficiency and, and, and how well the offense plays, but at the high school level, does that concern you? Do you when you see a really talented kid that, that hadn't played a lot of incredibly tough competition, at that level, does that concern you, or are you, are you able to see through that at everything else? Uh, you're able to see through it if you know what you're looking for. Uh, you, you tell me if, uh, 
if the guys in Buffalo were concerned about Josh Allen's true. competition level. That's true. Or or were they just looking at the skill? It's a very, it's a very good point. And let, let me ask you this. Liddy was rated a three-star prospect by multiple recruit, <laughs> recruiting services, but at the same time, Mr. Football in the state of Louisiana, Gatorade Player of the Year, um, we were all aware. I mean, we followed his recruitment. We saw some of the, the helium late with TCU, or excuse me, with SMU, uh, Boise State, some of those schools. I mean, is there any reason that he should be quote unquote underrated? Well, I mean, I was hoping y'all wouldn't go down this road because I got a lot of things to say about that. But <laughs> I'm I'm going to be nice about it and. But because it, it's a really good service that uh, Rivals does and all this stuff, but there's so many kids that sometimes a guy gets overlooked. I mean, it just happens. Um, you know, they missed on this one. I mean, completely whiffed on it uh, because you know when you when you set these kids down and you're giving, oh, this guy's a three star, a four star, a five star, this, that, and the other. Compared to what? You know, Liddy was a two-star, and then all of a sudden he got a scholarship offer. He did nothing on the field to change his star rating, mm-hmm. yet the next day he's a three-star just because he had a scholarship offer. Yeah. All right? Now, where do you line up at this? I mean, if you're going to call a kid uh, Quinn Ewers, you're going to call him a five-star, what are you comparing him to? Is, is, is he Andrew Luck? Andrew Luck was a five star. When I when I look at film, I don't see Andrew Luck in the kid. You know, so I don't know. I, I mean, I don't want to bash the rating system because I don't know how they rate him. Is he just a five star based on the kids that are available today? I see these little numbers next to him. You know, point nine 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 or whatever. You know, there's his there's his score. What? Well, oh, well and good. But do you think some of it's the eye test, just like size of, of the traditional quarterback? Well, I think a lot of it could be, but a lot of it, I'll tell you, in my opinion, why Liddy was, let's just call him a three-star. He was a two-star for a long time until he got some offers. I'll tell you why I think it is. The misevaluation on the kid is because, now I'll say this, Jimmy didn't miss misevaluate him. Jimmy knew what he had. All right, uh, he thought he should have been rated higher. But you know, when you got a kid like Liddy, who he goes he goes from one and transfers over to Calvary to be in that system and with those players and to get that Christian education and to do those things, um, you miss out on some things in your sophomore year that you should be doing. And then COVID rolls around, and he doesn't get to go to camps. Where all these other quarterbacks have been to camps their sophomore year. Everybody's put eyes on them. So now he misses out on that, and now all of a sudden it's time, you know, offers are coming in. You go into your senior year, and now there's people, you know, looking at him like, gee, you know, I had the guys at LSU at the LSU camp, you know, they they were saying, "Man, we missed on this kid." If, but if if we offer him today, then Skip's going to—you know—this one Skip Holtz was still the coach. Skip's going to come in here and kill us all. 
but it was but you know that's just my belief is that number one he didn't get to go to the, all the camps that he needed to go to uh, people are people are looking at the size and that, well he's a six foot quarterback at that time he was you know now he's a little bit over six foot um, you know he was probably 180 pounds at the time you know he's probably what 190 195 now but you know things change and you don't they don't get to put eyes on you because you weren't at those camps all right so you got to start somewhere with your rating somebody has to be one somebody has to be 100 you know it's just the way it goes but you know in y'all's y'all's defense there's a lot of kids you're going to miss on some but with the quarterback who leads the state in passing two years in in a row kind of hard to miss on that (laughs) no doubt billy joe somebody needs to no, no no doubt about it and last question before we let you get out of here uh, looking at opportunities to play as a young quarterback, and I know that was big for him uh, when deciding to come to Louisiana Tech. If he was to get on the field as a freshman, what does it take to be successful in the collegiate game as a young quarterback? Well, what uh, playing the position? There, I mean, it's like an onion. There's so many layers to peel on to get to the inside of it all and you know a young kid you know used to be a time that for every sophomore or less that you have on your field you could just mark down a loss Mm. you know well now the game has changed seven on seven has changed that you can get young kids out there and you can win with them uh their intelligence their football iq is so high especially like a kid like liddy who's got a really high football iq uh and he's 4.0 students i guess he's pretty much in general but you know he's going to go in going to get in competition and the number one thing he has to do is and it's going to be hard for him you know because he's his leadership qualities and skills are so strong and so high that you know he'll be organizing practices and things for guys in the off season and things like this and and he's a demanding type player uh, and now he's coming into a situation where he's a young guy. Nobody knows him. He's got to, you know, you, you feel like, well, you know, don't want to make any waves here. I got, no, you go in like you're the man day one. You know, you tell his other quarterback, hey, why'd you come here to watch me play? <laughs> but, uh, you know, you got to go compete. But the first thing he's got to do is he's got to get in his book. Um, he's got to get the terminology down. He's got to be able to call the plays. Uh, first and foremost, get all that stuff out of the way in the playbook, so you can go out on the field and you can talk. You can talk with the proper terminology. You can talk to your coach with Louisiana Tech terminology. You can talk to your guys with the terminology the coaches are using. And then, you know, to get out there, now you just got to go do what you were born to do. And this kid was born to throw the football. Absolutely. Great stuff tonight, Billy Joe. We appreciate you joining us on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. We'll talk again soon. Appreciate it, man. You got it. Go dog. Billy Joe Tolliver joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Some high praise for Louisiana Tech 2022 quarterback signee Landry Liddy. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Be right back after this.
Hey, DQ fans, ring in the new year with a new fave, the Oreo Mocha Fudge Blizzard Treat. It's got chunks of Oreo cookie goodness, fudge pieces, and just the right amount of mocha all blended into DQ's world-famous soft serve. Looks like your morning coffee just got a whole lot tastier. Grab the Oreo Mocha Fudge Blizzard Treat today, only at DQ. Happy tastes good. This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for national.bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hey Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with BMW Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to BMW Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go dogs. BMW Motors in Arcadia. We're kicking the door down to start 2022 with the return of Delta Fighting Championships DFC2, Saturday, January 29th, inside the Monroe Civic Center. Three pro fights on the card, plus an amateur title fight. And the main event features the return of Northeast Louisiana's own Dylan Fraley. Doors open at 7, fights start at 8. For ticket information, stop by the Monroe Civic Center or check out deltafighting.com. That's DFC2, Saturday, January 29th, inside the Monroe Civic Center. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Taylor. Let's go right back to the hotline. We got Bama Jim. What's happening, Bama Jim? Hey, BC, I want to apologize to you. Let's hear it. Well, I called you stupid. You weren't too stupid. You picked Georgia. <laughs> hey, you I know? guess so. I, hey, listen, a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and again, Jim. Hey, that's all right, man. Look, I, you asked Tabor. I know how to lose. <laughs> I don't get upset. I hear I've, lost, I've lost several of them. We know the tide will be back. Oh, well... Yeah, I'm, I've been reading a little stuff about them. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Thanks for the call, Bama Jim. We appreciate it. Yeah, man. You too. Take care of yourself, BC. We will. You can get us on the hotline or text line, 888 uh, Just like Bama Jim did. Uh, good like good interview Jim. with Billy Joe Tolliver. Right, I don't need to say much. The guy knows a lot. I, uh I believe it was a 12-year NFL veteran. Listen, the one thing I'll say about the – what? No, go ahead. The one thing I'll say about Tech's quarterback room, as it stands now, Luke Anthony coming off the foot injury, ankle injury, leg injury, Matthew Downing, TCU transfer, Caleb Holstein, Landry Liddy, and then Andrew Brister. Listen, I'll be honest with you. It's any man's job when they You think Liddy could come in and start year one? 
He balls out in spring. And uh, I, I don't know. Listen, I'll put it to you this way. Hey, they're I, all learning an offense for the first time, I except agree. maybe Brister. I, I think that he System could, guy. but I don't know. And, and I think this is all questions that coaches have to ask themselves. Is it best to throw a true freshman quarterback out there in game one of the first game of the season? You look at Tech's first three, four games of the year, Tech, Stephen F. Austin, Clemson, South Alabama, like – it's not exactly the easiest non-conference schedule. Like, I, like you better I, beat SFA. Uh, you better. I, I I just don't know if you want to throw a true freshman quarterback uh, on the road at Clemson in Game Three. Like I I don't know if that's the ideal situation. Now, listen, if you get in here for the spring and he has exceptional leadership qualities, where you're not worried about damaging him from the mental side of things, if he fails early. I don't have any problem with it. I mean, aside from Luke Anthony, you don't got anybody that's got any playing time. Any kind of experience. So and, this, and, if there's ever years, and we don't even know if Anthony's going to be fully healthy, if there's any year for this to happen, it may be this year. No, I agree. I, Which and, I tell you, it makes going to practice a little more well, interesting. And, and I'll say this too. If you're going to start a true freshman quarterback, you mentioned how it's a great year for it. It's also year one. You know what I'm saying? It's not... It wouldn't be the same if it was year ten for Skip Holtz coming off a three and nine year. It's like, hey guys, we're going to live with the ups and downs of a true freshman no, quarterback. No, and, and the, the other you part can of live it, with that in year one, right? And the other part of it being a good year for that is just a totally new offense for everybody. I mean, I this is this is not a, a you don't have guys here that have been in Cumbie's offense for three or four years waiting their turn, and then Liddy's trying to beat them. No, you got everybody's learning the offense for the first time with very little experience you got like one you guy that's got some experience who may or may not be healthy that hadn't played in by next september 20 months it's a lot of months and listen I, i'm not saying he's going to be the starting quarterback i'm just saying you, you think that at, you think that contributed to him coming here just being like oh, it's wide doubt. open without a doubt like the opportunity to play early as a quarterback in this era, has to be the most appealing thing when choosing a school. Not everybody has the same priorities. I, I agree with that. But you look at this Tech team, I, I think they have every opportunity to where you talk about expectations. If you told us next year you can start Luke Anthony or Matthew Downing at quarterback, and listen, either one of those guys might start, and God knows me and you are going to be right there supporting them. And you told us, hey, six and six, whatever. Or you told me, hey, I could throw Landry Liddy out there for twelve games and go five and seven. I think I would take five and seven. Better than last year. Aren't you a genius? I just somebody had to say it. Somebody had to say it. But you know what I'm saying though? Like like I can live with a a rebuilding type year. If you figure out your long-term answer at quarterback, like you, you can live with that. And I also go back to this point: Tech's offensive line, it is what it is. The past couple of years, it hasn't been great. I don't think it'll be great here in 2022. But you look at the skill guys; like I don't think you can complain much about skill guys. Keon Henry Brooks, we mentioned DeAnthony Gatson committed, Trey Harris, Bub Means, Smoke Harris, Griffin Abear, a, a lot of guys that are produced at a reasonably high level. At the FBS level. Like, I think you have the tools around a quarterback to be successful. And it, it, listen, he's going to be here for the spring. If you go out and prove that you're good enough, I don't see why you, like, I don't see why it's a bad idea, I guess what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that Sonny Cumbie and his staff is like, you know what, Landry Liddy, you're a red shirt. Right. 
a yeah. long ways to go. He will be no, here for very spring. Very long way to go. Yes. Which helps. It helps it's a massive. ton. Yeah, especially with a new coach. So, words is all speculation, but it's worth noting that it's possible this year, maybe more so than other years. But I'll tell you what, Billy Joe Tolliver, pretty high on Liddy. Now that's his guy. He's been coaching him, so oh, he's yeah, got a no little st- little stock. I always love how you like at the first few minutes of an interview. You decide, is this a politically correct guy, or is this a guy that doesn't care if he's wrong? I love guys that let it loose. Yeah, uh, dropping a first-round draft pick on Liddy in, in the first minute of the interview, he's a guy that doesn't care if he's wrong. He believe, says what he believes. I like that. N- not PC at all. But we love good quotes, don't we? Oh, you got it. I mean, that's clickbait for Bleed Tech Blue. Oh. Listen to this episode. Billy Joe, former NFL quarterback Billy Joe Tolliver says Landry Liddy will be a first-rounder. Ben. Huh. Click, click, try ten, click, th- click. 10,000 downloads this week. Quit your job tomorrow. You don't need it. BC's out of full-time work. We're into full-time bleedtechblue.com. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. Louisiana Tech defensive coordinator Scott Power will join us. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. We'll be right back after this. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting La Tech football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. Wake up. Did you know? Wake up and hear what you've been missing. It's the Nick Brown Show. Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 a.m. on 97.7. Follow Nick on Twitter, Facebook, and listen online. Wake up. Join us this Saturday. It's the Nick Brown Show, 8 to 10 a.m. Saturdays on Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. BC, Beck Haynes, John Taylor. Let's go right back to the hotline. New Louisiana Tech defensive coordinator Scott Power joins us. Coach, how we doing tonight? Doing great. Thanks for joining us. So let's jump right into things. So you've been in the NAIA ranks, the high school ranks, Division Two, FCS, 
now into the FBS ranks at Louisiana Tech. I would imagine your aspirations are to continue moving up the ladder, so to speak. But talk a little bit about your journey to get to this point in your coaching career. Sure, yeah. Um, you know, I actually I started off as a high school coach. Uh, and, you know, I coached high school football for two years and, you know, was really happy doing that. Uh, you know, and like a lot of guys, my first college job really came from from a relationship and a connection I had when I was a college player. And uh, and so I got my start there in the Division three level, and I coached Division three football for four years, and, and we were very successful there. And, uh, you know, won a conference championship, made an appearance in the, in the postseason, the NCAA playoffs. And from there, that led me into the NAI level, uh, and I was there for three years. And, uh, you know, actually it was Marion University was a startup program. I think we'd only had football for six years when we got there. Uh, and wound up in my second and third year, we went to the national championship game. Um, my second year, we got knocked off, made a playoff run, uh, went deep into the, in the playoffs, but, but got knocked off in the national title game and then reloaded and came back in 2015 and, and wound up winning the national championship. Uh, you know, and that, that kind of led into an opportunity to go to the Pacific Northwest. And uh, and jump into Division Two, and you know inherited a team there that was five and five the year before uh, we got out there, and then in year two in 2017 we wound up going 11 and 0, and we were the number one seed in the NCAA playoffs, and uh, we were one of the best defenses in the country that year, and uh, we wound up running into a, a team out of Texas, Texas A&M Commerce, and uh, we faced them in the second round, and the game went to double overtime and um, wound up getting knocked off, but that wound up leading into an opportunity about two or three months later just from, you know, that competition. Uh, head coach there gave me a call, and he had lost his D.C., and so that brought me to Texas. And so worked at Texas A&M Commerce for one year. Uh, again, you know, in 2018, went in the NCAA playoffs. Um, you know, we went 10-3 and three that year. At the end of that year, uh, that job led into, uh, you know, being the D.C. At, at Stephen F. Austin there in East Texas. And so we lived in Nacogdoches the last three years and, you know, took over a program that was really one of the worst in the country when we got there, you know, and, and didn't have a lot going. And we were able to turn that thing around. And uh, this past year we finished, you know, inside the top 15 in the country in most defensive, you know, statistics. Uh, we were in the NCAA playoffs. Um, you know, get another, you know, tight fourth quarter uh, game there. But earlier in the year, we went out and faced Texas Tech out in Lubbock and took them down to the wire. And, you know, that as it turns out, that game there, that performance out there in Lubbock wound up leading into this job here with uh, Coach Cumbie. And when Coach Cumbie gave you that call, how familiar were you with Louisiana Tech? And what were some of the questions that you might have had for him before taking this job at Louisiana Tech? You know, I, I was familiar with Louisiana Tech, just like a lot of people, you're very aware of the success and the tradition and the history of the program, you know, and uh, we had a mega camp when I was at SFA uh, where we invited, you know, a lot of FBS schools and, and we'd have, you know, 1,500 to 2,000 kids come to our campus and work out for, for a lot of colleges and, and um, you know, the, the previous staff had, had attended that mega camp and and you know you just followed some of the players that they were recruiting and and wound up getting and so you kind of knew the caliber of player that was here and you know i was familiar with the success that coach holtz had had and so um 
you know, I was familiar. Uh, I had not been on campus uh, until my first day on the job, but, but uh, you know, just really respected this place from, from afar for, for quite a while, you know. And I hadn't met Coach Cumbie. Uh, you know, the first, the first time we met was actually the day that he offered me the job. So, um, you know, kind of, you know, really, you know, as I researched the place, wanted to know, you know, you know about the people, you know, tried to tried to ask around on Coach Cumby and and to a man, everybody just raved about him as a person and as a coach, and so you know, tried to research him and then and tried to learn a little bit about Rustin. You know, I'm a I'm a married man with with four young children and, and wanted to uh, you know figure out what type of town and community uh, you know Louisiana Tech was in, and and again, same thing, everybody's just raved about how you're going to love it there and it's a great place to live and 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 so far i, I you know the rustic community louisiana tech community has been so welcoming to, to me and my family so it's been fantastic jamarcus mcfarland and marcus walker also came over with you from stephen f austin how important was that for you uh to have them be a part of your staff here at louisiana tech and how does that help you guys when installing your defense here for the bulldogs uh, you know, absolutely. You know, uh, you know, we worked together. Me and Jamarcus worked together the last three years. Me and Marcus the last two years. I, I think, I think there's multiple areas that it helps out our program. I think number one, it helps us out because they're very talented football coaches and they're great people. Um, I think, I think it helps out. You know, number two, just the familiarity we have with each other. Uh, you know, we've been through. Uh, seasons together we've been through game plan together they understand our system uh, they understand how we want to teach it uh, and, and I think it just speeds up the process of being able to get the information to the players and and how streamlined the material will be uh, that we see it the same you know we we know how we want to play defense uh, we know how we want to you know go after offenses and, and so we just we're on the same page you know and, and that um that history we have together is, has been beneficial. And, and Anthony Camp, Paul Turner, obviously two holdovers from Skip Holtz's staff. W- what's that dynamic like, knowing that you yourself, McFarland, and, and Walker are on the same page as far as what you guys are wanting to do and, and trying to in, ingratiate them into that defensive scheme and gelling with one another? No doubt. That was you know one of the first things that you know when you get to Rustin, uh, you just want to sit down and, and get to know, um, you know, these guys. Cause, you know, I hadn't met Anthony or Paul before accepting the job. And, and, uh, you know, I think one of my first days on, on the job and first days in Ruston, I rode around in the car with Paul, uh, for, for a couple hours. We just went out and visited some local schools and, and had a chance to spend some time together. And, and we hit it off there. And then same thing with Anthony, you know, just being able to, to be around each other in the office and, and, you know, Talk personnel, uh, you know. Talk defensive scheme, uh, you know. Talk Rustin, talk Louisiana Tech, talk, you know, Northwest Louisiana, and um, you know. So, uh, so far, it's been fantastic. You know, I think we all know what we want it to look like. I think we all, you know, want the same things, and that's for our players to have success and for Louisiana Tech football to be where we want it to be. So, 
you know, we've got a great staff. You know, Coach Cumbie's done a great job of putting a good group of guys together, and, and we're all fired up to, to get to work. And, and when you come in and to evaluate what you have returning on this roster, what does that look like for you? Obviously, I would imagine a lot of it's spent watching the game film from a season ago. But I guess to couple that question, how different is it watching game film versus, you know, seeing these guys in live action in a spring practice like we'll see in March? Yeah, that, you know, really step one was just having everybody come through my office and, and get a chance to sit down and, and meet them, you know, and uh, they meet me, and, you know, I can meet them and, and just, just, you know, figure these guys out, you know, because I, you know, I didn't recruit them and they didn't sign up to play for me. And so just we got to go to work on making up some lost time and building a good relationship. You know, and and um, and so that was really the first place we started was just having some conversations in my office, and those are still ongoing. That's a daily, that's a daily process. But so we did that. You know, uh, in terms of the physical piece, uh, you know, been able to walk through the weight room, you know, and watch the guys work out a little bit. Uh, you know, those things of you know, just with the Christmas break and the holiday in there. Uh, you know, we we had a little bit of. Um, you know, lapse in time there, but uh, really that that process will really get cranked up in February, you know, after the signing day, you know, happens and we can all get back into Ruston and and, uh, and get to work, not only, you know, teaching our defense, but being able to watch these guys move around and, and figure out what they do well, you know, and how we can best utilize the skills that they bring to the table. Being multiple on, on the defensive side of the ball uh, against today's era of spread offenses uh how important is that for you as a defensive coordinator absolutely you know we want to be aggressive you know in, in how we play uh we want to be attack oriented you know but but be schematically and fundamentally sound you know i mean i think i want our guys to play the game on the balls of their feet you know i want them to have an attacking aggressive mentality uh, but not beat themselves with mistakes and penalties, you know. And, uh, you know, I think just the way the game has evolved over the last five to ten years, you, you've got to find ways to attack and go after the offense, you know, and, and find ways to create negative plays, find ways uh, to create takeaways and extra possessions, you know, and, and, and be able to take the fight to them as opposed to, you know, sitting there with, with a bullseye on your chest and knowing exactly, you know, letting them know exactly where you're going to be. Spring practice, uh, or excuse me, signing day is just three weeks away. But look, looking ahead to March, how excited are you uh, to get your group together, to get out on the grass and, and kind of get this thing rolling from a spring practice standpoint uh, to kind of start molding this 2022 team? Yeah, I can't wait. You know, I mean, that's that's going to be a really important month for us, you know, and, and not to say that, you know, every day matters. Every, you know, every day is important. Every stage of the off season is important, and, and we got to get better every day to get to where we want to be next fall. But, um, but that piece in itself, you know, you just get into, you know, thinking about, uh, you know, teaching the system, being able to coach the guys. I mean, that's as a, as a football coach those are some of the things that you love the most you know being able to help guys have success on the grass 
and uh, and so really fired up for that start. You know, we do have a lot of guys that have played, uh, you know, in Saturday football games here previously, and so just can't wait to get started. Can't wait to get them out there on the, on the grass and start running around. Coach, tremendous stuff this evening. I know you're probably out on the road recruiting. Thanks for taking some time to join us on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Absolutely. Fired up to be here. Thank you. Scott Power, Louisiana Tech defensive coordinator, joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Beck, I think that's one of the biggest things that I'm most excited for for 2022 is just a defensive scheme that attacks an opponent, that doesn't sit back and cover three and uh, uh, really, quite frankly, allow quarterbacks to play pitch and catch. Like, holy cow, I'm tired of seeing it. There's a lot of things I'm looking forward to being different this year. I'm really hoping it happens. I can deal with the little uh, failed or some, some plays that don't work, but if aggressive. I need aggressive. Yes, I can deal with failure if you're making mistakes that are done in aggression. Tough to deal with failure when you've been a little soft. Uh, you said it, not me. That's right. I Listen, said it. Listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Be right back after this. Hey, DQ fans, ring in the new year with a new fave, the Oreo Mocha Fudge Blizzard Treat. It's got chunks of Oreo cookie goodness, fudge pieces, and just the right amount of mocha all blended into DQ's world-famous soft serve. Looks like your morning coffee just got a whole lot tastier. Grab the Oreo Mocha Fudge Blizzard Treat today, only at DQ. Happy tastes good. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with BMW Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to Bimble Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go dogs. Bimble Motors in Arcadia. This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for national.bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Get your edge on local and regional sports with The Edge on Sports Talk Radio. Jim Taylor Fort Lincoln brings you the 7 to 8 a.m. hour Monday through Friday. It's local regional sports talk with an edge on Sports Talk Radio. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Two fantastic interviews with Billy Joe Tolliver and Scott Power tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. We are the place to be right here on your home for sports. Sports Talk 97.7 BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, just a Recap some news on the Louisiana Tech front this week. Uh, DeAnthony Gatson, four-star running back recruit, has committed to Sonny Cumbie. Uh, Miles Brooks and Willie Roberts, two SFA defensive backs, 
have committed to Louisiana Tech and Jawan Johnson, wide receiver, has entered the transfer portal. Also, Brock Hayes, former, I guess now former Louisiana Tech running backs coach, is headed to Troy, where he will be the new running back coach, running backs coach in Troy, Alabama. So, good opportunity for Brock and his family, like I mentioned earlier. All right, Beck. 15-3, and 6-0 in Conference USA play are the Dunkin' Dogs after sweeping Southern Miss last week. Uh, Southern Miss, got some bad news for you. You're pretty terrible at hoops. Um, Reed Green Coliseum, it's an embarrassment, uh, to be quite honest with you. Uh, there's about 500 people there. Eric Conkle mentioned in his press conference today uh, Southern Miss was going to be pumped up for its first home game in 32 days. Um hate to kind of talk down towards Coach Conkle, but uh, players might have been excited. Fans weren't. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty brutal crowd. Yeah. Uh, but dogs take care of business nonetheless uh, against the Golden Eagles uh, as they get set to head towards the Sun Belt. Bulldogs got a huge home date with UAB coming up Saturday afternoon. UAB 15-4 and four overall. I believe they're 4-1 and one in conference USA play. Andy Kennedy... Uh, of course, the head coach in Birmingham, former head coach at Ole Miss. Just game of the regular season. I would say this is the biggest home game Tex had since when, Tapes? It's been a while. Iona? No, nah, we've had some big <laughs> home kidding. games since Iona. It's been a while. I mean, this is a probably since North Texas home as, game a few as, years ago. As far as regular season, it's, yeah, oh man, it's it's been a while. It's been, yeah. I mean, this is a monster, monster game. And listen, I haven't watched much of UAB, but I'll tell you this: they get their video department top soft. notch, pretty soft. Got to give props where props are due. They posted a preseason video for hoops. I'm not a UAB fan, but I got a little hyped. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. <laughs> a little hyped. Uh, Blazers are led in the scoring department by Tulane transfer Jordan Walker, uh, as Beck would like to say. Uh, Walker's a little chicken nugget. Is he? Uh, uh, pretty small himself at five foot eleven. Uh, grew up in Port Washington, New York. Okay. Uh, couldn't tell you where Port Port Washington, New York is, uh, but he's averaging sixteen point nine points per game. Not the most efficient player in the world, shooting only thirty nine percent from the field, forty one percent from three point range. Quan Jackson, uh, the second leading scorer. For the Blazers, the Tallahassee, Florida native is actually a transfer from Georgia Southern. K.J. Buffin, a transfer from Ole Miss. Third leading scorer, Michael Ertle, a transfer from ULM, is the fourth leading scorer. If you kind of catch my vibe, they like to take the transfers. <laughs> like, holy smokes, fifth lead, or sixth leading scorer, Trey Jemison, a transfer from Clemson. Josh LeBlanc, a transfer from LSU. Like they just load up on transfers. If you got recruited by UAB, you might as well just sit the old bench at your previous destination. <laughs> Seriously, like holy smokes! By the way, uh, Kenneth Lofton Jr. Yeah, I got to look this up pretty quickly here. Uh, had a couple of stellar games against the Blazers a season ago. Of course. Uh, Lofton having a monster season for the Bulldogs, averaging 17 points, 11 rebounds a game. Had 23 points, 6 rebounds against Southern Miss in that win last week. But you go back to the UAB games last year 
in a 70-58 win on that Friday. Lofton went for 21 points, 12 rebounds against the seven-footer Jemison. Uh, I think Bleed Tech Blue's Twitter account um, referenced Jemison as Lofton Jr.'s son. Right. Uh, yeah. Sounds right. Yeah, kind of took him to task. Uh, so it'll be interesting if Jemison uh, can get a little bit of revenge. He's seven foot. He's built like the rock. Is he? Uh, yeah, he's a stone cold stunner. I remember stunner. this guy. Yeah, he, he's yes. built. Uh, doesn't miss a day in the weight room. Drinks his protein shakes. Does he have the finesse? Uh, not a whole lot of finesse. Just to his big game. guy down there. One of those big guys that will kind of just bang it off the glass when he shoots because he has no touch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. Yeah, not a whole, kind of like a ten year old that's learning to shoot on a ten foot goal and just bangs it off the back of. I can't dribble a whole lot. You, you kind of get just pulled the old guy off the football field and stuck him right under yeah, the, yeah. in the paint. Exactly. And yeah, listen, he's having a decent year. Seven point seven rebounds a game. Also, after nearly two blocks. But uh, this matchup between the Blazers and Louisiana Tech, uh, like we mentioned, first off, this three p.m. tip. There needs to be five thousand people at the Thomas Assemblies. Needs to be. Like, there needs to be a home court advantage to the... Can Rustin, Louisiana show up? What time is it at? Three o'clock. Woo! Right in the middle of a little nap time. Uh, nap time ends <laughs> at two. Not at my house. Uh, I'll be there, BC. The game will be on stadium. Little bit more difficult to find than CBS Sports. It's going to be a cold one Saturday, so just come on inside. As the girls like to say, come watch an inside tech That's game. That's right. That's right. Is there anything better than the inside That's tech That's what they game? say. They call it inside tech game. Yeah. As opposed to the, the outside yes. tech games. Yes. Uh, you know, they don't like football too much. Well, games they're take talking too about long. outside of Rustin, inside. Oh, the football. Yeah. That probably is what they're talking about. Yeah. They, baseball. The girls like baseball games. They can get them some Skittles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But. Inside Tech game, 3 p.m. Listen, we need 5,000 people at the Tech. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But matchup problems for Louisiana Tech in this one. Dogs have been playing four guards. There's no secret. Isaiah Crawford's out for the year. He ain't walking through that. He ain't walking on that court if he does walk through the door. Uh, Going to lack some size inside. Xavier Christian, eh, about 6'4". That's 6'3 okay. and a half. Okay. Uh, Going to be playing the four. Uh, big man for UAB inside, K.J. Buffin. Yeah, he goes six, seven and a half. Uh, Going to have to get on the glass. Eric Cockle said today, UAB out-rebounds its opponents by seven a game, force more turnovers, uh, win the turnover margin, I guess you could say. That's how they win basketball games. That's yeah, they, they don't play against Kenneth Lofton Jr. They don't. They don't play against Junior. But Tech's going to have to hold its own on the glass if they want to win this basketball game. And dare I say, if Tech wins this basketball game, they'll be receiving votes in the top 25. Dare you. Also protecting a, what, 18-19 game? 18-19 home win streak. Which is, I think it's 18. Very rarely do you come to the Thomas Assembly Center and get out alive. Well, get out with a win. You kind of catch my trip. I get it. I get it. Um, really, it's a three-game homestand for the Duncan Dolls. No. Get North Texas and Rice next week, uh, okay. which are massive home games as well. If you're able to, what are the squads looking like over in North Texas and Rice? Uh, North Texas pretty solid. Are they? Rice has defeated UAB. Tells you all you need to know. Whoa, two, three big games. Yeah, three if Conkle goes three and zero at home, what are you doing? Uh, might sprint down my road with my shirt off. Does does the highest scorer in those three games get an NIL deal from Bleed Take Blue? Do, do 
Possibly. <laughs> Doesn't have to be a big one. <laughs> How much can we afford? Fifty bucks. It feels like it feels wild that we can even do that. That we can bleed feels- tech blue can. We do what we do. We're say, bleed tech blue. Say hey, Kenneth Loft, I can get you a sweet hat. If you just do a little Twitter video that says subscribe to BTP. <laughs> might take three months to come in, Junior. You might be off to the NBA by then, but we'll get it to you. Uh, listen, if you get these next three games, you're 18 and 3 and 9 and 0 in league play. We're up there with the likes of Gonzaga and <laughs> some of those other schools. Duke. Duke. Uh, by the way, there's only six home games left this year. Tech fans, you got to get out. Uh, listen. But we talk a lot of crap on the show <laughs> about tech fans' inability to show up for big games. Yeah. None bigger than this one against the Blazers. Listen, I'm not an Andy Kennedy fan. I uh, got a beautiful bald head. Uh, I'm sure he'll have it waxed. Uh, Andy Kennedy can he can get the talent to Birmingham. Has a little difficulty coaching that talent in big games. Uh, one of those guys couldn't coach his way out of a wet paper bag. But listen, he's let's see, what is he? Thirty-seven and eleven in one plus years down in Birmingham. Not not too shabby. The whole uh, whole BTB family going on uh, Saturday. Yes. Got You're not sending off the old in. kids or nothing. Got the parents coming in too. Oh, extended family. Uh, yeah, babysitters. Uh, Eric Conkle, how about this stat? Uh, Sixteen wins away from becoming Louisiana Tech's winningest coach in program history. That is a little surprising to me. Been here seven years now. Seven years. It's been a while. Who was here when I got here? Uh, tall, bald guy? It was Kerry Rupp here. Kerry Rupp was here when I was here. I think he actually lived in my apartment complex. Did he? Oh, which he is weird. Seemed really dialed yeah. into staying for a while. Yeah, just he? right across from the Tech. Over there at the oh, old Penny P- Lane. Penny Lane. Did yeah. you? Uh, did he ever go to the arena and practice? I don't, I don't it doesn't know. look I like was... his teams did. <laughs> so that's why Conkle's so quick to get to the winning as head coach. Uh, Wasn't yeah. a lot of winning going on. Oh, Rupp was fifty-seven and seventy-three during his four-year tenure. Oh, Ooh. yeah, not too good. Not too shabby. Then we had Mike White, uh, who's hanging on by a toenail down in Gainesville. Is he? Not looking good. That doesn't look too good for our uh, good buddy Mike White. Uh, down in Gainesville, I think the Gators actually won a game over the weekend, which uh, <laughs> hadn't been doing too much. <laughs> so he's feeling a little better about himself on this. But listen, they're ten and six, not terrible, but uh, you know, you get, you get the vibe. They, hey, they won a couple national championships not too long ago. Uh, yeah, with Billy Donovan. Yeah, <laughs> that's why their expectations are a little higher than uh, ten and six. And they had that point. real tall guy that played for the Bulls. Was Joe no, Kim Noah? No, Joe Kim Noah. He was there. Yeah, I remember. I love Joe Kim Noah. Couldn't comb his hair worth a hot dang. Yeah. Uh, Is he yeah. still in the league? I uh, don't think Joe Kim's still in the league. Hate to see it. Hate uh, FS see says it. he was at that Iona game. Best tech game you've ever been to that Iona I can't game? remember. Honestly, I don't know if I was there. Is that weird? Oh, wow. I, it's very possible. No, you would know. No, you would know if you were there. I don't think I was. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know. Feels like something you would do I did at this go to some big life. games, but I just I don't remember which Tapes, we could have Kentucky in the tack and Beck yeah, would uh, be hunting. I've, I'm recently following the basketballs. I'll be honest. Okay. In my early late college days, it was I was going where the bros were going. Right, how about this? How about this? Um, maybe Southern Miss could have closed us out last week if old Dickerson would have been put in to close it out. <laughs> You've been sitting on that one a while. 
Oh, Dickerson, they could have used you. Oh, my God. By the way. You got to know he is just dreading coming to Tech next year. I don't care. Tech can, travels to Southern Miss. He, they don't come at all. Not one time. Not one time. Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, is that, how is that even possible? We play him like nine times, don't we? Uh, it doesn't happen this year. COVID, bro. That was last year. COVID, bro. Okay, bro. Uh, by the way, a month from tonight, the Diamond Dogs will open their 2022 season. One month. One month. That seems so, so soon. Wichita State coming to J.C. Love Field at Pat it's Patterson. It's going to be packed. Oh, it's going to be a doozy. I mean, a doozy. D1 Baseball preseason top 25 came out today. Dolt's not in the top 25. We're in, right. How are we in like 16 in one of the yeah, other ones? Listen, D1 Baseball, oh, you win some, you lose people, some. The people that get votes for these things, yeah. just like I talked about earlier, doesn't no. mean nothing. Uh, Brett said, it's amazing that like three years ago, I would have said that Conkle was the definition of mediocre. Wow, Brett. Brett, you're not a mediocre texture, that's for sure. <laughs> Let's go ahead, take our final time out of the night. We come back, we'll put a bow on it. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. I'll never forget that moment. Never forget that moment. As long as I'm there. As long as I'm there. It started with a phone call. I got the text when I was at work. My first call up ever as a member of the National Guard. This was it. The real deal. When we got to the armory, they briefed us on the wildfires. How they were getting dangerously close to homes. It was amazing to be a part of this massive operation. Helicopters were going up with huge buckets to drop water on the fires. Some of the guys in the unit were preparing for firefighting with local fire crews. We went out in Humvees to help with the evacuations. At that moment, I got my first taste of just how important the Guard is to my community. See how the Guard can be an important part of your life at NationalGuard.com. Discover what it means to be a citizen soldier, to serve locally as well as globally. Look into the benefits including career skills and money for college. Take a moment. Go to NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard, aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Final segment of the show as we wrap it up on this Tuesday night. Uh, wrap it up. We put a bow on it. That's yeah. what we do around here. 
We got one slogan on this show. Don't, uh, don't Will the People says, congrats to the dogs moving on in the NFL playoffs. Who we got moving on? I know we got Trent Taylor with the Cincinnati Bengals. Hey, shout out to Trent Taylor. Had a couple of nice punt returns the other day. Did he? Yeah. That was a 14-yard return. Had a 12-yard return as well. Good, good. Uh, you know, just, Boston Scott scored a little touchdown. A little uh, garbage time touchdown, but we're going to give it to him. We're going to give it to him. Yeah. He got his career high up to eight touchdowns. Boston Scott on and Milton season. Williams' season comes to an end for the Philadelphia Eagles. Man, they looked uh, the, the Eagles looked a little unprepared. Uh, did they? There's a what did you? A ton of lopsided games. Yeah, this I week. thought it was terrible. I, listen, I which I've been saying about the NFL this year. That's it's been interesting because it's it feels like any given week anybody can win. But uh, wasn't that way this week? No, I, awful. I didn't watch to the end of a numerous games. Yes, yeah. numerous terrible. games. Uh, Vernon Butler, Buffalo, moving on to travel to Kansas City to take on our boy Legarius Sneed. Nice. Well, Buffalo. Did Kansas you see City. that was the perfect game of Buffalo? Seven drives, seven touchdowns. Pretty impressive. That's uh, first what they're calling the perfect game. First perfect game in uh, NFL history. Uh, how many perfect games have you thrown? Well, Buffalo says they've thrown one. That's right, and they they got the stats. The thirty one other franchises, zilch, especially my Jacksonville Jaguars. Don't think we're close to perfection. You got a coach yet over there? I uh, do not. Did hear that it was not going to be Bill O'Brien. Okay. Uh, so Byron, possibly wouldn't hate it. Byron Wrightwich, uh, maybe a. Uh, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't hate Byron Left, which coming to the uh, Duval County. There's no doubt about that. Looking at some NFL games this week, got Cincinnati at Tennessee. Who wins? Uh, Cincy, I saw they're like three point underdogs. Uh, Taking listen, the points. Yeah, I'm taking the money line too. Here's a deal: Ryan Tannehill, quarterback for the Titans. Yeah, but they're they're like weirdly. I don't know how they win. I don't and know credit how to them. The they did it same last year, even with Derrick Henry. Like, but I just don't get it. But they're just due for. See, Henry's a, back this week. I think. They're just uh, no way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Just due for a stinker, and I just if the if the Bengals can play like they did last week, they'll be just fine. San Francisco at Green Bay. Uh that I, trap game for the Packers. It is a trap game for the Packers. I still think they win. Jimmy G, I hate him, and I or I hate I hate the 49ers. They're incredibly boring to me. Yeah, but they figure out ways to win. It's like annoying. It's a Jimmy little bit G's annoying. So pretty. It's weird. He's a pretty boy. Uh, yeah, I just don't like him, and I don't. Me neither. I can't stand the guy. I don't. I think the Packers win this game, but lose the next one. I hope Elijah Mitchell, the ULL uh, former running back, hope he fumbles to lose yeah. the game. Uh, <laughs> the Rams traveling to Tampa. Does Tampa Bay win again? Because I hope Matt Stafford loses. Can't stand the guy. You can't. I can't stand Stafford. Uh, he's fresh off his first career playoff win, so he's probably got a little confidence. Took him long enough. But you don't make money betting against Tom Brady. You don't make a lot of money. Gronk. Uh, Gronk. Uh, playoff think, Lenny might be back. I, I think the I think the Bucks just got too much experience. Uh, Buffalo at Kansas City. Gosh, I hope Kansas that's, City loses. I hope that's a good game. Uh, I hope Kansas City loses. Uh, I know. Because I can't you stand Nick Wright. You talk about it. Every 10 minutes. <laughs> I can't stand it. The, the Mahomes stuff has just worn me out. Um, yeah, but I know, but like as you're, as like a regular saturated. consumer, it's it's just I know. I they're exciting to watch. Billy Joe Tolliver said, would anybody have ever thought Josh Allen would be as well, good Did he just he dominate everybody in high school? Or what? Uh, he was pretty terrible in college. In college was awful? Yes. Do you want me to pull yeah, up his I do want you to do quick? that. You, do you want me to talk while you do that? Ah, listen, you can talk about whatever you want. I mean, I don't care. I'm just telling you Josh Allen wasn't very good at Wyoming. Taves, who wins the Super Bowl? What do you got? 
Who's playing? In the Super Bowl? Well. Oh, you don't you just oh you're a Saints fan, you don't even watch? Oh no, I'm I'm gonna uh, watch. Kansas City against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Oh, I'm just saying out of Tate's the eight out of the eight teams left, Tate's who do you think a wins? Huge Brady fan. I know I can see it all over his face. Huge baby a little bit big of a big Brady fan. Big large Brady fan. All right, let me tell I mean, you. out of the eight teams, I mean, what do you – who do you think? tell you who's not happy is Julian Edelman lost $100,000 on the Pats being in the Super Bowl. I don't know what he was thinking. Uh, he's got a hundred grand to blow. Yeah, I, no I honestly have no idea. That's kind of how I it, feel. I, I kind of feel the same way. All right, here we go. Josh Allen, college stats. Completed 56%. Ooh. Uh, his sophomore year, he threw 28 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. His junior year, he only threw for 1,800 yards, 16 touchdowns, 6 interceptions in 11 games. In 11 games, he threw for 1,000 yards? 1,800 yards. Just didn't have any wide receivers on the Wyoming? Top 10 pick. Top 10 pick. I did not know that. Competition doesn't matter, Beck Haynes. All right, here we go. What we got coming up? Okay, okay, okay. That's different than – that's different. Like, Liddy has stats. Yeah, I I agree. Josh Allen didn't have stats. I know. But he looks the part. Liddy has stats, but maybe doesn't look the part. Oh, you don't know. You never call. Seen him. Get Billy Joe back on the phone. He didn't understand my question. Uh, looking ahead to this weekend, Tech will host UAB on the hardwood. It's a three p.m. tip-off Saturday afternoon. If you stay at home, um, we're not friends, but the game will be broadcasted on Stadium. Uh, Lady Texers will travel to UAB. Also, a big weekend. On the football recruiting front as well. Been a fun show tonight. Want to thank Billy Joe Tolliver. Want to thank Scott Power, Louisiana Tech defensive coordinator, for joining us. So, for Beck Haynes, for our producer, John Tabor, I'm BC. Thanks for listening. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host Ben Carlisle on the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. And the only reason why I said it is because this is leaving Rob Palenka out the hook because he's the one who brought the personnel, who gave LeBron what he wanted it, and make sure that, listen, this team is old. This team is not good defensively. This team is up and down. Yep. And, I, and, I, and, and to me, I knew that once they brought Russell Westbrook, I was thinking, oh, they, they, really, want to get, they really want to lose in the second round because that's how far they're going to go, honestly, if, if anything. And I just don't think this worked. You know, Russ is ball dominant. LeBron is ball dominant. I mean, and, and, and Frank Vogel, he's doing the best he can to make sure that he's bringing up the right players to, to have this great defensive team. I mean, 
that's the problem right there. That's why you don't you can't use DeAndre Jordan and Dwight Howard that much because no. when they go against younger players, they're fast. So right. I just think that it's leaving the Lakers organization like Rob Linka off the hook, and they should back up uh, Frank Vogel. Now let me ask yeah. you this, Jabari, real quick. The other night when they didn't have a Chris, I just forgot who they were playing when Magic tweeted uh, about the was this, lack. Was it another loss to Sacramento? It was a, yeah, but it was Sacramento, right? And they lost. But anyway, Jabari. Denver, Denver, Denver. Oh, it was Denver. Denver. Okay. Yeah. They got blown out in Denver. It was embarrassing. Right. When, when Magic's put something out there about the lack of effort, is that not a, is that a reflection more on the coach or the, or the players? Oh, did we lose him? Yeah. He's good. Oh, we lost him. Could you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's effort. It. You know, an effort. Yeah. Effort is that players or coach? Look, it's the coach's job to get guys to play. We know right. these are grown men. We know it's the NBA. We know they're, we know they're making they're a gazillion dollars. Exactly. Right. So it's hard, but you know, it. Look, you know this, Rob. Coaches in the NBA, in all the pro leagues, but we're talking NBA. You gotta. It's a, it's tough because you have what you have to do more than anything, Rob, is find a way to get the players to like believe in you and yep. run through a wall for you, right? Because they all know X's and O's. Dude, These guys I, I, are, are I saw it in Detroit with Larry Brown. Larry Brown got them to all buy in, Chris. Yep. It didn't matter who was who scored the most points. They all rolled up their sleeves and played. If you didn't play defense on that team, you didn't play, Chris. Right. You didn't right. play. Right, right. All right, we got Randy Mueller coming up. At the bottom of the hour in a few minutes, but first, Steve DeSager with the update. Steve! Hello, gentlemen. We got two NBA games tonight at New York. Kemba Walker has returned after missing nine games with a sore knee. They had him out, listed as out, when I looked at earlier. He's gotten eight minutes so far, two points, two assists in the first half, but the Knicks are down double digits. Oh, very nice. You picked the Knicks, Rob? (laughs) Knicks plus three. Of course. Of course I did. (laughs) Knicks entering with a record of 22 and 22. They're down by about, uh, let's see, 47-35 now. Against Minnesota, about five minutes to go in the first half. Coming up at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Golden State and Steph Curry hosting Detroit. You know, the Pistons' record in the new year is 5-4. and four. They only had five wins on the season before this little but, stretch. But I, I, I'll tell you, I've bet against them like the last three times in the new, th- three times in the new year. They've won, every, they've won all three of those games outright. Forget about hot. covering the double digits. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, they've right, won right. the games outright. I just told you, yeah, year 2022, 5-4 record. It's a wow. new year a new pistons team sort of yeah, okay. pacer center miles turner could miss about a month with a foot injury league's tread deadline is uh, february 10th turner's leading the nba in blocks again averaging 13.7 rebounds a game donovan mitchell of utah averaging 25 points a game is in concussion protocol now he'll miss tomorrow's contest against houston mitchell felt symptoms after last night's loss to the lakers the clippers extended paul george's rest by a few weeks to see how his injured elbow responds according to espn george was hurt last month and nuggets forward bull bull will have foot surgery has failed physical recently voided a trade to detroit in college basketball number five baylor was a winner at west virginia 77 68 number seven kansas has just fallen behind oklahoma 49 46 over the jayhawks with 10 minutes to go and on fs1 early second half number 25 yukon continues to lead butler 47 to 36 among the eight nhl games Hurricanes are leading 5-1 at Boston early second period. More on that one in a moment. But there's our Discover Card key matchup brought to you by Discover coming up later. 
10.30 Eastern Time, the L.A. Kings hosting Tampa Bay. If you're a value customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Tennessee Titans running back Derrick Henry practiced in pads today. Dak Prescott, you talked about this yesterday. He condoned fans throwing objects if they were thrown at the refs on Sunday. Today on Twitter, he does 